This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I am Johnny White Really Really. Welcome to Lunch Watch. Hello and welcome, if a welcome you can stand, to Lunch Watch. I was just working on this week's episode and then somehow my computer crashed and I lost it all, so I'm having to redo it. I really can't believe how stupid I am all the time. I'm holding out a hope that I'll have forgiven myself by the end of the episode, but let's be realistic for five seconds. That's never going to happen. Not fully. It's like Emmerdale. It will never, ever conclude. But anyhow, hope you're all still listening, and hello, and welcome to Lunchwatch. In case you don't know or weren't aware, Lunchwatch is a kind of a display-based lunch competition you send in one lunch you've had between Monday and Wednesday, to be reviewed and analysed by myself, Johnny White Really Really, as well as the ever-shadowy and absent figure of Dan Kinetti to receive the ultimate honour of being this or that week's winning lunch. How are we all? How are your years going thus far? I think it's quite strange when people say, for example, it's only eight days into the year, chill out year. And when I've said year, you can just say whatever year it is. When people talk directly to the year, I mean. As if the year is the mayor of the world for a year. Which, in a way, it is, so maybe it's a fine thing to do with the benefit of hindsight. The more things change and change, the more they stay the same, as they say. So I'm betting they also used to do this back in 1066, and prepare great parchments depicting 1066 as talking directly to 1065, asking it to hold its beer, only in, I think, French, and also offline. Do you remember what it was like offline? It was quite different, and now it's different from it. Staggering stuff. But enough about parchments and staggering, because it's time to conquer lunch. And there was a glistening selection this week, and a bedazzling selection. And I was, as we are under the right circumstances, enchanted to see them. A few cups of the good stuff floating about, And in that, I mean tea. I used to have a natural sense of tea. Used to make it unthinkingly, as a reflex, and drink it very much in that same manner. But over the years, it's changed. And whilst I can still enjoy it when I drink it, 
I feel self-conscious, as if I've a documentary crew filming me. And with my head screaming, I'm drinking tea over and over at me as I go. Whereas, hand me a glass of Vimto and I'm very much my own person in the room. But before we journey deep into the forest of the three frontrunners, I have to attend to my famous orders of business and I have but one this week. On Christmas Day, I watched Avatar for the first time. And I've got to say, it was great. And with that in mind, I recommend it if you've never seen it. I really enjoyed it. Why not pop it on the telly when you've got a minute or 162 to spare? Yes, Avatar. Who'd have thought it? And so for the three front runners. Firstly, we had Rose. Her entry, BLT and an Earl Grey with oat milk. This was a good one from Rose. BLTs are nothing to be trifled with. I've never dared make one myself, as I don't like to test myself against the classics. I hope there was a good amount of butter on that bread, and I'm sure that there was. Great drink too. Got me thinking about the real Earl Grey, who is a real person, FYI. And I went around the internet trying to find a picture of him. But I couldn't. Anywhere. Which makes you wonder. But not about anything specific. Just sets your mind gently drifting. Like an ice hockey puck. Softly bouncing off a wall in a zero gravity environment. Where it will end up, who can say? Brackets spoiler alert, it will be stymied by another wall. Secondly, we have Payvand. Her entry, unicorn potato shapes, vegan chicken nuggets, baked beans, ketchup, to drink Rubios tea, Rubios tea, brackets loose leaf. I like this one, especially the teaming up of baked beans and ketchup to surely give the hit of the whole fruit. I don't know how to say Rubios tea, I've heard people say Roybosch and Redbush. There must be a correct way though, unless it's at the speaker's discretion, which seems like no way to comport yourself publicly if you're a word. But no, this was a good one from Payband. And lastly, Alice, her entry, Dan's Chinese-inspired pork belly left over from a hungover New Year's Day, pak choy, rice, one custard cream and a cold tea chaser. You'd do well to eat that. And that was all the three front runners. Okay, and as we mull over the three front runners, I would just like to play that little game, heads or tails game with the coin with Zoe. Zoe's here. Hiya. And have you got the coin? I do. What number is it? <laughs> it's a number five. <laughs> a number five, a five P? Yeah. Let me see. One of the new ones, new as of 1997, I think. Oh, don't remember. Uh, two th- this one, 2016. 2016. I don't know when they came in. When, I don't know when they came in. When they could have done any time. Alright, so if you'd like to fix it at home for what you would like this to stand for or mean, and Zoe is about to turn the coin in the air. <clears throat> Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Let's not go... Th- okay. Let's not what? Go, th- <laughs> go through all this again. Fact, <laughs> being ready. It's tossed. It's tossed. The flip was good? The flip was good. And do we have a reading? We do have a reading. Please reveal. 
Back in the habit. It's tails again. Tails again. Okay, so if you had tails, you won. If you had heads, it's a different story. <laughs> um, thank you very much for taking a part at home, and thank you very much, Zoe, for flipping the coin. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. And so the final verdict fast approaches. I hope you are getting eight hours sleep a night at the moment, but that you remain awake and alert for the time being as I do the recap and offer myself and yourself the chance to ask ourselves that classic question, who shall win? Shall it be Rose, with her BLT and tea? Would it be Payvand, with her vegan chicken and beans and ketchup and redbush tea? I'm going to say redbush. Or must it be Alice, with her pork belly and custard cream and tea? And it gives me a chill, but in a good way, to announce that this week the winner is... Alice! I'm here to tell you that you've won the Lunchwatch podcast. Lunchwatch oh of this week. No way. <laughs> yes. Yeah, very I'm, much I'm yes speechless. way. I'm speechless. Yes. Well, that's not going to be very good. I'm not speechless. Okay. I'm, so, I'm very happy, Johnny. Good. I'm, I'm glad. Aww. I'm happy to hear it. Um, I actually don't know what lunch it is because I, I do submit um, entries quite often. <laughs> it was Dan's Chinese-inspired pork belly left over from New Year's with pak choy and a cold and a one cast of cream and a cold tea chaser, I believe. Oh, yeah, that was a good lunch. Yeah, so if you'd like to just talk us through that lunch. Okay, I, I may have lured you here under false pretenses because I didn't actually make the lunch. Does That's that all right. No, no, no. It's just about the lunch that you that you that you had. It was really delicious. Yeah, Chinesey pork belly that my boyfriend made and pak choy rice. It was jasmine rice. You know that kind of slightly ah, sticky, yes. sticky rice. Yeah, big fan um, of that stuff. And custard, always a biscuit. You've got to have a biscuit. Yeah. It's, do you know? Do you know why people eat biscuits? Every, no, evolutionary eleven well an evolution eleven evolutionarily <laughs> evolutionarily apparently uh, yeah. um a nutritionist told me I don't know this is very late at night, but they um said uh the reason why people eat sweet things after savory things i e puddings i e biscuits is because uh back in ancient times the people that fell asleep immediately after gorging themselves on a load of like uh, antelopes or whatever would get killed Gorging, yeah of course you gotta keep your wits and then the people that went off looking for berries survived so we so we have a but i don't know but then again they also said that it's there was another, some other reason that was just to do with liking it's sweet It's definitely things. survival instinct, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I went off I went off snuffling for um, biscuits. Yeah. Custard creams. What's your favourite biscuit? My favourite biscuit? Well, I, I, I cl- my claim is that my favourite biscuit is malted milk. This Ooh, is it's, old school. It's, the, it's just the... It, it primarily is just the answer I most like to give whenever I'm asked that question. Like, if anyone... Says what it is my favorite train station. I would say Doncaster because it's just in. It's off this. I know it. It's in my head. I do know that. I do like it. Um, Whether or not it's my favorite is 
a matter that I try to restrict internal debate on in case I discover yeah. that it's something else and I have to change my answer because I will invariably forget whatever the new one is and just carry yeah, on it's, saying it's a, pub- it's a public favour. It's a favourite yeah. for your people. It's like my Queen's birthday of beliefs. <laughs> have you had your lunch today? I imagine that you won't have done. I haven't. Yeah. And do you know what you will have if you will have one? <laughs> I mean, okay, presuming so you will. Okay, it's two. It's two lunch options. One is a mushroom-filled pasta. You know, just one of those ones that you put on a hob for like three minutes. Oh, yeah. Little filled ones. Oh, and yeah. then the other one is rye with avocado and like some chilli. What do you think? What should I have? I Well, see, I've got my... I've got a horse in the race with uh, bias legs. <laughs> um, and I don't like mushrooms, particularly. What? I, I, I sort of... There's like a sort of confidence trick involved with me eating them sometimes i can push my head above the parapet you can just do it, and do it. it it's like olives but often i find them like like uh slimy slugs that uh, is true yeah it's but, a textural um, thing isn't it um so i would cast a rye eye over the rye bread and then eat it all right that's it problem um, solved and are there any lunches you particularly like to see win in the future Okay, I've practiced this question because I am an avid fan of yours. Um, I want to say crisp sandwich. Oh, yeah. That's never... Oh, yeah. We don't get any... Well... Why not? I mean, crisp sandwiches, I think they need to make a comeback. Yeah. And also, I also thought no one's having an alcoholic drink with their lunch. Like a martini and some soup. That'd be fun. That's true. Well, if you're out there and you... Come on, people. Get a few olives therein the glass no but then you can't have one. Oh, then i can't have one I, well i would just i would just i've got my i'll i'll, I'll have a okay i'll have a white, twist i'll have it with a twist um okay and a crisp sandwich yeah that'd be good well if you're out there have a crisp sandwich and an alcoholic drink and we'll see uh we'll see if it was i always say it as if it's an as if it's not me that i always <laughs> say who's gonna win as if it's someone else well, Stan Kinetti as well. But, They're out there. They um, are out there. No, um, yeah, well, have a very nice uh, rest of the day. And Thanks, Johnny. In... I'm so happy to win. I'm oh. going to kind of share the prize with Dan, so I'll let him. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope you have a very nice rest of the day and Thanks, enter again Johnny. next week. And we'll speak to you again soon. And Thank you so much. No worries. And bye-bye. Bye. That was Alice, a.k.a. Alice the Fourth. And if you'd like to follow in her footsteps, you can because I can now declare Lunch Watch open again. If you're listening to this between Monday and Wednesday, you can submit your entries on Twitter at Lunchwatch or in an email, uh, lunchwatch at hattrickwith2ts.com or on Facebook. But as ever, you can work that one out for yourself. I've caught more trains than you've had hot dinners. This is potentially untrue, but I don't know exactly who's listening to this, so I might be right about this. If I am, then we'll chalk it up to the alchemy of coincidence and move on further through time. Neither of us would ever know, mind you, because even if you've got an accurate list of all the hot dinners you've ever eaten, which I doubt you do, I can't say the same for the number of trains I've caught. With enough time, I could probably sort you out a rough estimate. 
but if we're going down that road, I may as well just pluck a number out of thin air. Three million, let's say. I've caught three million trains. Unless you can prove otherwise. And so how many hot dinners have you had? Rough estimate time again. On the number, I mean. And so next stop, Thin Air City. And you aren't here to pluck it, so it falls to me. And I'm going to say 150. You've had 150 hot dinners. Which returns me to my original point, which is that I've caught more trains than you've had hot dinners. Millions more, in fact. But let's not let that get in the way of us getting along. Life isn't a competition, except for in nature. But anyhow, enough out of me. Good day to you. Lunch Watch was written and performed by Johnny White Really Really with original music by Johnny White Really Really. The coin flip was performed by Zoe Waterman. The producer was Benjamin Sutton and it is a hat-trick production. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.